0: Hello and welcome to 361 Recovery Season 4 Beyond and Episode 4, or is it 5? Love. Welcome. Well, you know with me it's not going to be all farts and rainbows, is it? Because I've had some stormy love experiences, to put it mildly. And if you're listening to this, maybe you have too. And to me, love is such a distorted thing. So many people I've met have told me they loved me and then really, I don't think they did. Or if they did, their idea of love was just not the same as mine. So we've got some poems about second marriages, some poems about being a rainbow child. And I think probably one of the best poems I've ever written and performed which is fairy tale for sale about that idea of the fairy tale love going south enjoy this was written when I found an old notebook and it said when your heart speaks take notes which i really love and also i heard something i can't remember what it was now i think it might have been on a podcast saying listen When your heart speaks, your heart speaks, not your mind, not your body, not your thoughts, your heart speaks. Speak to my heart, speak to my heart, speak to that place where it all starts, in the sound of the sea and the flutter underneath bird wing, in the stillness at the centre of the storm, in the light night of a wide-open silver sky, in the the head-on-the-table moments, in the no-answer rooms and on the no-entry buses in the sore feet and the turned away tables, the loose teeth and the see-through stairs. Speak to my heart, in darkened clock faces, in the light that hurts my eyes and feelings, in the corners of the rooms, past the shadows, through the mirrors, in the past where I remember and the future where I will forget. Speak to me through strangers in flowers and in rain through the smell of grass the wild flowers and the cemetery leaves dust to seeds. Speak in the silence we avoid like death. Speak to me in death on shined floors where the wheels wait for the next sadness. Speak to my heart it's listening up through the land and in the wind over the seven seas. Speak and listen for the friends you have in this open space. It's enough to sit salt-soaked and listen in the sandy rain. When your heart speaks, take notes. Alice Smith Remembrance Day, November 2021 This poem's called Rainbow Heart and I am a rainbow child. I was born after the death of my brother and children like us, we're called rainbow children because we come after the storm, something beautiful, after the storm, after death. And this is a personal poem about how it feels to follow a death in a family and to be a rainbow child there's a strange kind of pressure on us i explored this more in the child who said no rainbow heart rainbow heart you start from Whitewater ride You slip and slide through the spray of salt tears with a smile reflecting sunshine tears. You are true refraction, but never enough. You are a chemical reaction. Purity is divided in you. Its colors reach into the dark. You are a stark reminder that life contains death. And like a puppy in a box that's too big, Shaken round roughly until it's sick with rainbow ribbons to tie it up tight. You're still not quite the right size for your owner. two poems would have made a really good play and uh, myself and caution poet a friend we sat together every Saturday through the whole of winter just as I was about to lose my house and I realise now he did it to keep me going we used to I remember once he arrived in this cafe in Digbeth in Birmingham and he was absolutely soaked through to the skin but he came and we wrote together and we wrote this amazing play it never saw the light of day but i really appreciate him helping me just to keep going and we used to write and we used to share what we'd written on that saturday over cups of tea and it was such a great friendship and it was a great creative alliance we did um perform together a little bit as well he's a great poet and these two poems are from the play we were going to call it 13 and It was basically about male suicide and we were in this marriage and then it was written after he killed himself Um, and it was flashed back. Very cheery, but of the time. And these two poems talk about, the first one is vows, so I was going to be saying it on my wedding day in a white dress because I loved to perform in a white dress at that time. And the second one was cake. Again, it was going to be done while eating a really huge wedding cake. I don't know whether these will ever be performed live now, but I think together we created some of our best work. Mm -hmm. Vows. I vow to honour your memory of me as a small-town girl with life already uncurled behind me. Blind my experience with hope, make me a triumph with my mother's rope of pearls around my neck, set to prove them all wrong with this replayed love story. I vow to start again and do it right this time. Chime the bells for this corn-fed bird lumped into the satin of my youth. My dirty truth is corseted in. I'm crying inside from the shame of it. Contamination. Named, then renamed, then renamed. I vow to be an obedient girl. I'll believe you to be the answer when I know you're going to leave me in the dark because deep down I'm a question mark in a future cloud, a dark secret what if, disinterred for the crowd. I vow to love you like my first, love me, love me, lie to me. I'm heading to this middle aged wedding like a car about to crash, unbuckle my belt, Feel my adrenaline rush, vulnerable in victory. I hate to reveal the real me, so I'll hide it from you. I vow to worship the ground you walk on. Do I fuck? I've got the look right now. Fate is whispering my new name and it shifts the blame to my last groom. If I'm married and brim full of being okay, there's room for me to pin my decree absolute to the bed, whilst I give head. No one can save me now, and sleeping alone is a mocking comfort. The night listens, though, like a mother. Winter will be grey, but children will sing like they always have, like they always will. Long sober nights hold just as many minutes as sweet hot summer days, but time has stretched to reflect the knowing, I am a good girl, it's him not me. Call it a new kind of dignity, a flag for us second timers, empty rhymers. I vow to stay till death do us part, starting out in a village hall that smells of damp umbrellas. It's a forty-something ball for stale Cinderella's. At least the cake's hard and the balloons stay up, but you'll outlast me even though you're almost past me before we begin to run. This funeral for fools is a celebration of denial. Death is breathing down our spine as we drink cheap flat wine. This marriage is is an infertile middle finger at the grave. Brave or stupid? They whisper it won't last, but whilst it does, will this dress whitewash my past? These vows have activated outdated has-beens. Unplug the life support machines. October 2018. Oh, I feel that. I love the fact that I've managed to rhyme Cinderella's with umbrellas. Cake. It's lickable, unsickable, sticky, sloppy, white promise, frills of hope. Sweet desires crumbled between the teeth of experience. Cake. It's a tongue twister fairy tale, this cake of love. A monument to our love, net, yet not yet a ruin, more of a Taj Mahal. Sweet walls that time will melt. Sugar worship tips for my tongue to lick and crumbs for my pains, the remains of a good old time, a high old time for old time's sake, cake. I take you to be my lawfully wedded wife. I'm in an awfully bedded life, crawling towards the oven, but more and more and more cake. This rotten piece of confectionery is a cautionary sugar rush, a white high. Stuff it in my mouth rather than up my nose. It's the stuff that dreams are made of, so smooth like lies. Spicy, fruity at first with a few hard nuts to crack before I'm done tasting it. I'm wasting it really by eating it. It's sandwiched with the cream of experience and the jam of hope sticking to the roof of my mouth like guilt. I should put it away for a christening. Are you listening, cake, you sweet smile of nothing? So light, but you will weigh me down, no doubt. I feel heavier when you are in me. I bite you as you enter me, but going down you choke me it's a warning this lump in my throat these white sails will float my boat no doubt it's a journey of love but for fuck's sake i just cake and like a first wife you have a shelf life so grab the knife and cut another slice of my life it's over half eaten and some of this i gave away by loving one day at a time lord jesus In possession of a sharp weapon, I'll commit the love crime, do the time. In this cake-covered marriage, it's delayed gratification to leave it there. Unfinished, unwished over, uncried over. So spread your fucking icing all over me, baby. Drip it on my lips, I can't get enough. October 2018 and if nothing else, the Jam of Hope is the best thing ever written. Wouldn't it be great if you could buy it? The Wrong Song. I walk through the brown, crisped edges of the hours I have left, crouching at the crossroads in September sunlight. I paint a world with you in it, unrotted, undead, fresh, bring new. The leaves are falling like the seconds, the minutes, and I walk through the brown, crisped edges of the hours I have left. At the crossroads of the old and the new season, the middle is brown and the past is green and the future. Well, the future is white. Birdsong stings my anger, and the smell of the dead earth rises up to hit my flowerless hands.
1: There's a wrong
0: blue sky under the chorus song that is not right, and only the wind knows the truth. Snow will soon cover the dead leaves and you're gone so I'm gone. The leaves are falling faster now in my life. An electric silence showers me in sparks of the life I have left. The sun watches making them dance and the trees whisper second chances. Butterflies swirl in the out of place sunlight, too giddy to accept that spring has gone. Sitting at this crossroads, midwinter meets midsummer, and the trees and their crooked branches watch me go sane. Well, I like this poem. If I was the sort of person who entered competitions, I'd enter it in for a competition, but I'm not the sort of person who enters competitions for my writing. I just write because I can't not write. And this, I do remember. I walked through a wood and I came to a crossroads. This was October 2018. It was one year after my dad had died and I sat and wrote it this very solitary just the start of autumn feel of it the start of the autumn of your life it's a very midlife poem I'll, I'll just make myself a certificate and award it to myself well done Alice great poem fairy tale for sale i have a lot to say about this poem so every episode i give you the story behind the poem this is a major poem for me it was the major poem and part of my first show which went to edinburgh fringe brighton fringe and then all over the world and when we went to edinburgh fringe we decided to change the title slightly from wrecking ball in brighton to dark fairy tale and I think you can get a real good sense of where I'm at with this. It was that idea, and I know that you're going to get this, that we are sold a fairy tale dream in marriage, especially the children of the 70s, and we suddenly find ourselves past that fairy tale, and the fairy tale is for sale. And it was written back in two thousand. 2013 and it has elements of my abusive life there, lying in a bed, lying back on my back, lying in an empty bed. And the, I'm not going to go into it, but the hint that the bed rocks, the bed mocks me to sleep, hints at some sexual assault there. It's a dark poem and I put it into the play to switch the tone halfway through. So the first half was very funny with me as a drag queen and then it just flipped and it reminded me in dramatic and energy-wise on stage of that bit where you're going up laughing up a roller coaster and then you suddenly see the top and you know how you hear the gears go and then you (laughs) are terrified. And the play was called A Dark Theatrical Trip and from then on it went very, very, very dark. It was also a poem where I realised the power of my own voice because I was acting silly in the first half. And when I sat and actually spoke to this play as an actor, you can, you could see, you can feel the energy and audience and lots of things about an audience. And I heard their, I saw their ears prick up and I saw them feel something and be interested in what I was saying. So in terms of my recovery and as an artist, it was really powerful for me to see that I might have something to say. Um, also, this this poem talks about uh, I'll prevail over these disasters and become queen of fire. And this didn't happen to me until just recently. So I wanted to tell you that recovery is a very long process. Although I was uh, a big shot on stage, and everyone was was sort of saying how great i was i was speaking something into being that hasn't has only just come true the queen of fire element which to me is recovering my feminine so if you listen to this you'll hear a lot about a damaged wounded female you've got the bed rocking you're back on your back you've got insults in your head ptsd And I think there was a real regret in here that the witch used her head, but I used my heart. And a lot of damage that took me years to get over was that I hated myself for being so, inverted commas, soft. I hated myself for loving. I hated myself for being tricked, for giving too much. And seven years on, I don't know if you can identify with that, but it is a feeling after abuse. Seven years on. And it's a long seven years. I can now say to myself, it's not that I gave and they took and they tricked me. It's that I gave. That makes me a bigger person. That fills me with who I really am. I'm a healer. I'm a giver. I have more boundaries in place now. Yes, I'm not going to give everything away to everyone. But the essence of me is a giver and a sharer like a lot of women. And that line there had regret, I gave my heart and it was taken and pulled apart. But I would still give now, not in that way, but in my life I give. I choose who to give to and I protect myself and that is the best bit about my recovery. The fairy tale's gone yet and I see things as they are now. But I feel like a queen of fire and my hope for you is That's where you get to, too. Fairy tale for sale. Love is a many splendid thing, its sweet surrender renders me useless. Love, love, love. Now I'm back on my back. Fairy tale for sale. My Prince Charming, god of self harming, to be worshipped thin lipped. A self fulfilling fantasy lay, it plays in my head until the sex is dead. And I'm back on my back, with the flattery flattened to a cheap piece of tat on my finger. Fairy tale for sale. At first the laughter promises happy ever after and they are not sure if you are Madonna or whore. They beg to steal a kiss from your lips but soon they're commenting on the size of your hips. And however perfect your ass was dear, once it's been ridden there's always someone with a better rear. Bitter little glitter shitter. I looked like a princess, and the butter wouldn't melt on my tongue, but back on my back, the pea under the mattress just made me long for that happy ever after. Fairy tale for sale. Every morning I wish someone would wake me with a kiss, but the house echoes and the bed rocks, the bed mocks me, as my memories of love mock me to sleep back on my back. He said, "I always got in too deep, heaped the insults on my head, I plaited them into my hair. instead they made me feel like a crown of clouds. I want to be loved but I keep getting shoved in the back, out the door. I turn, I return, I return for more. Why? For the highs and the lows, the sighs and those paper promises. Fairy tale for sale. I'll prevail over those disasters that make men the masters of my heart. Start a new story, reflect my true glory, crown myself queen of fire. Fairy tale for sale. The witch uses her head, but instead I used my heart. Cooked it, pulled it apart. Fairy tale for sale. Back on my back, crying with laughter, wallowing in this happy ever after. Wrecking Ball, Alice Smith, Edinburgh Fringe, 2015 that's all for me. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. You may have mistakenly opened it and thought, oh love, this is going to be about fantastic lovey-dovey poems. Sorry, it wasn't that. It's one of my main themes. I think every single thing I write is about love, but it's a dark kind of love and I'm not convinced I really know what love is. How about you? It's my addictions. It's lonely down here. Since I gave up the crazy. If only they weren't so hazy, those memories of being loved. But my head is clearing, and I'm fearing I never knew love. Not even once.